everyone and welcome to the Beyond the Canon, the Writers' Room podcast. I'm Samelia Hodge-Dalloway. And I'm Sarazai Marufu. And in this episode, we are very excited to have playwright, rapper, essayist and poet Idris Goodwin joining us as our guest. We're so excited to have Idris join us on the Beyond the Canon, the writer's room with your girl, Sin Saru. You can find out more about Idris on our website, www.beyondthecanon.com. Hello, Saru. Hey, Sim. How are you? How are you? How are you? I'm good. I'm good. It's been a, it's been a day. <laughs> and it's only... <laughs> You know, it's only 12 o'clock on my end, but I've been, you know, zooming it out and, um, you know, it's crazy. It feels like no matter how early I wake up, it's still never enough time, time. right? So, exactly. Exactly. And I was up at like 12 o'clock already. <laughs> exactly that, I completely hear you. I completely hear you. It's so crazy how quick time just whooshes by and your day is like just there. Right? <laughs> yeah, very, very true. But it's Wednesday. It's Wednesday, my friend. I absolutely love our writer's room and we are back with a brand new fresh one, which is amazing. We don't have many episodes to go, Sim. Um, I know. We don't. I know. Two more episodes, and then we are taking a bit of a break, which is gonna be. <laughs> it is, and I think that you know we have to remind people why we did this to begin with. You know, um, you know, this came out of uh, Saru and I, you know, experiencing you know COVID nineteen like the rest of the world. And saying like you know how can we give back you know what ways can we give back oh this is my gorgeous husband now delivering to me <laughs> we're at home this is home life it and because i haven't stopped because i haven't stopped i was like please can you make me a cup of tea i haven't eaten anything yet so i was like make me a cup of tea and i'll be right um but yeah just in terms of you know the necessity of now and um, and i'm hoping that you know idris will will talk to this too but in terms of like what our responsibility is is at this time and um and i felt you know we felt that we wanted to do something you know to give back and the ways that we can give back our pockets might not be as deep as some people in the world but no, the way we can give back <laughs> is by sharing resource you know and i think resource is wealth you know and so for us to have access that we have and the relationships that we have with publishing houses and um and also the recognition that our legacy belongs to us it should be with us and we need to own our legacy in order to preserve our legacy right um so yeah do you want to talk to to that as well saru like why and how we got started and me calling no, you it up was, it was all of those things it was all of those things i mean obviously sim and i at beyond the canon we work with lots of drama schools and we sort of 
kind of felt that we needed to do something just to kind of show solidarity to the students to say we see you we hear you there's so much more that is still available to you even though the education yeah. had been disrupted they weren't able to attend classes and just the curriculums weren't really doing for them what they were what they could have done because of the whole epidemic thing so we wanted to kind of provide something for them so that you know, they could also just learn a little bit more whilst they were on whatever it is that we would call this time. Learn yeah. a bit more, also just connect them to the writers. We wanted to kind of yes. give them an opportunity to engage with these writers, engage with these works, and also just build their libraries, their home libraries. Uh, take the ownership that we have uh, of these works and make it actual ownership. <laughs> Yeah. actual playtex that is in my house that I can cherish and love and stories that I can pass on and that's generally what we wanted to do and we were so lucky we were so lucky that Playwrights Canada Press and Bloomsbury were so generous with their donations um, which was really great and also and also they, they gave us uh, discount codes that we could pass forward to other people so that they could purchase more more playtex uh, What's around that? It is BTC 2020 at the checkout on Bloomsbury or Auburn Books, and it will give you 35% off hard copies and 40% off um, electronic versions. So, uh, basically, check out our website and you'll get more information on that. But yeah, we did this for you guys, and it's been such a pleasure as well just to kind of engage with you on this weekly check in. I know personally, I don't know about you, Sim, but I've been feeling kind of like it, it kind of rounds off my week in a nice kind of way, you know, to say there's a way yeah. to do exactly this, and we just celebrate who we are, what legacies we have, and all of that just in this beautiful, wonderful hour that we have together. <laughs> I love yeah, definitely, definitely. And I think that like, you know, to Saru's point about meeting writers, you know, we we may or may not heard, uh, have heard of some of the writers that we are, that we have on our show. And that's the main point, you know, is to create more visibility to champion the writers that we have in our communities. And also to ask the question that, you know, I always try to set provocations really uh, for myself. And the provocation is always um you know different depending on the project that i'm working on but for this one it i had to go back to my childhood and say you know what were the plays that i wish i would have read before i entered into the industry and that's the question that's the provocation that we're giving all of the btc writers um that that join us you know in our writers room say you know what what are they what do you wish what would have helped to make you feel um empowered you know to make you feel a part of the industry that you are about to embark into and so i think that you know it's been really interesting and again do visit our website because saru is just amazing and she's been <laughs> basically documenting all of the um, responses from the guests that we've had on the show as well as documenting the play giveaways as well so for those people who want to take advantage of the discount code the btc 2020 discount code that we have with bloomsbury and oberon books and um, to take advantage of those things but do visit our website it's www.beyondthecanon.com so that's uh that's something that was so this is where it came about there will be a second season and we're hoping that it will be a third season. Uh, <laughs> yes. uh, and so this, but we just need a bit of a break. 
we're trying to do a little fundraising as well because um as you may or may not know we are not getting any money for this and also we want to be in a position where we can offer sort of further opportunities for any writer that appears on our btc writers room so we're in the process of doing the sort of the behind the scenes um sort of part of the work as well as well as connecting with um like Sarie said drama schools but beyond drama schools just schools in general yeah. um and also community groups so that we can also share resources um, to those organizations. If you are, in fact, um, a member of those organizations, do get in contact with us because we're cooking something up in the, in the background at the moment. And um, we're also a part of diversifying curriculum um, and that work. And I will share with you updates. Um, as you can imagine, uh, these are some ongoing conversations and they're not new. Um, however, we are making we are making some 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 forms of progress and we will share with you um, what's happening as we get more confirmed yes. dates and confirmed actions. Yes. Um, so that being said, Saru, is there anything else that we we should discuss before we bring on our guest? No, let's get to it. Let's talk Idris Goodwin. Let's talk all okay. things Idris Goodwin today. Um, today we've got Idris Goodwin as our very extra special guest, which is incredible. And honestly, we always appreciate the writers for taking the time to have these conversations with us. So we're very privileged that they are here so that we can have these conversations. And also we have our Playtext giveaway today. I have to play along. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> we have our playtime giveaway today. Uh, today, it's Fairview. Yeah, we have Fairview and we also have One Night in Miami. So this is the bundle that you can get your hands on. Um, so definitely, as we're talking, do comment below if you want to win a chance um, to get your hands on this bundle. So it's, you, be, you win two you win basically this is the bundle yeah. so it's fairview and it's also one night in miami so if you are interested if you want to win this obviously we want to prioritize those that are in education right now or those on any artistic courses or if you run um, um a course of any kind um with students with young people then please let us know comment below um, for your chance to win um this uh, amazing giveaway Yes, and also just to say, everybody who's been tagging us for the Katorian Hall giveaway, we see you. It is, you're not making it easy, but we do see you. I'm going to keep it running until the end of the week. So if anybody else wants to, if you want to give other people the chance as well, tell them that Beyond the Canon is giving away Place One by Katori Hall. And if you just tag us on any of our socials, we will definitely, definitely really pick a window and we'll send it out so we will be announcing on friday so really look out for that because that is a special anthology which i'm really excited yes, for somebody to get fantastic all right then saru i'm gonna say goodbye to you and i'm gonna bring in idris so um see you later on lovely see you later goodbye guys all right take care okay so now i'm gonna just invite idris to join without any further ado Hello, oh, I've got like a hello, Saru. Saru just left us. I'm sorry. Hello, Idris. Hello. Can you hear me? 
Yes, I can hear you just fine. Yes, How you doing? Can you see me? I can see you. I can see you. Oh, now I can't. Okay. <laughs> no, Hold on. I can't see myself. That's the weird thing. So you're, if you tell me that you can't in fact see me, then I'm not going to worry. Yeah, I can see you. You're very, very clear. How are you? I'm doing well. How are you doing? Yeah, I'm good. Thank you so much for joining us on BTC. We really, really appreciate it. And uh, um, it's great to interact with you. I don't, we've never met. We've never met before. Uh, that's not true. We, we, not true. we sort of like passed each other at uh, uh, a conference in Miami. I saw Reggie. Like I spotted oh, Reggie and you were yeah. with him. And I said, what up real quick? But I had heard your name. I knew of you from, you know, our, the, 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 the correspondences, the emails and things like that. And so I was like, what up? Yeah. But anyway, but this, now we're like having a real conversation. Right, exactly. This is like the real conversation. Apologies, Yen in Miami for the TCG conference. That's right. Fantastic. Uh, oh my god and we, i'm sure we'd all be there again if it wasn't for you know what we're faced with today but yeah, we, uh, no, real. <laughs> rural. i mean like you know the adapting to everything just doesn't stop it's just a continuous um mm. and pivoting you know to what's no. going on and just uh, you know, and responding, but also giving yourself, I was talking to somebody the other day and I was like, giving yourself to not always being in a reactionary mode is really important as well, you yes, know? Yes, yes, yes. You know, how you feel about um, trying to get that balance, especially when you've been about the work, you know what I mean? Like, we have to remind yeah. ourselves, this isn't new to us, like, the idea Thank that you. racism exists in our, in, our, <laughs> in our world is not like that. Oh, Thank you. I just I just had this conversation this morning with somebody that this is a marathon. This is this is this is a lifestyle. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like this is this is a set of values and, and the biggest thing that I've been thinking about is like not getting caught up in rules or old ways of doing business. And I've just been really reflective about like what are my values and, and I'm just gonna lead from my values. I'm gonna make decisions based on values and not on any other kind of playbook you know what i'm saying so um that's that's the work that i've been doing it's just a lot of reflection and i really just take each day as it is and i try and honestly like i try to i plan for the present i don't plan for the future as much i plan for the present and maybe that's what this time is about as well right because i am a, i am a bit of a strategist as you probably know like i'm always like ah like next year and then two years from now you know yeah. and be strategies but i think you're right i think there's something about just in the being in the moment and allowing yeah. yourself to sit and get comfortable with living in the moment and living in yeah. the moment um and uh, but, real quick though i want to i want to say though just to your point like i think strategy is important but i think yeah. strategy strategizing I, I think about like chess right like you you employ multiple strategies right like boom like if i do this move this person might do this move this move, this move and i do this and then they don't do that you're like okay all right cool i'm gonna do this over here you know so i think i think i'm with you on that i think strategy is critical and i think yeah you look beyond but then you have to always know that like at any point all that could fall apart there you go and you yeah. know i think that the way that i've interpreted that is um reggie's got chess moves i'm always okay so i'm always analogy of chess and i'm not even the greatest player and that's the joke right. but anyway yeah. 
it's like chess reg it's like chess <laughs> he looks at me and he's like you don't even really play chess sim <laughs> but anyway um but the way i see it is um you know i'm building models and yeah. it's about adaptable models it's about models uh, yes i love that you know what i mean like that are flexible that that like you yeah. said that can that is able to kind of maneuver and still and still continue you know um and i think that that's where what you were talking about in terms of your values and really honing into what your values are in order to stay on track yeah big facts yeah exactly i wrote that down to adaptable models i like that yeah so we've just jumped in and i'm always guilty of that i'm always forgetting to tell people my name i'm always forgetting to do all of the you know the introductory bits because i'm just like let's get to the meat jumping let's in that's right do you know what i mean but for those who don't have interest and i should tell people a little bit about you or maybe you should tell people about you maybe it's better I mean, coming right so, um just you know you're a playwright mm -hmm. um great um, beat poet you know we've got your book in the house just just give you a, you can maybe talk to that at some point um and and director um of the colorado springs fine arts center um which is absolutely amazing i mean we'll, we'll talk about your plays you can you can probably refer to your place so people can get familiar with your work um but before we actually begin talking about your plays let's talk about hip-hop please let's go now, let's talk about hip-hop right um yeah. so you are a long time hip-hop uh fan and you also teach hip-hop too yes. so i'm gonna put you on the spot right now yes what are your five top mcs like what are the sure who should be listening to who should we have we're, we're doing plays and we're ensuring that people have the right plays in their home mm -hmm. library what would mm -hmm. you say like top five MC. Top five essentials. Okay, all right. This is good. This is good. So, so here's what I'm gonna do because I, I'm, I'm like hardcore with this. I'm like all day, all night with this. So I have like multiple top five. So as far as like to to, to what I feel like you were asking, which is like top five essentials, like just mm. top five must have right. hip hop albums in the crates. Uh, you have to have Fear of a Black Planet by Public Enemy. Um, because that, that album is, Public Enemy is one of the most balanced hip hop groups of all time in terms of the sonics, the beats, Chuck's voice, Flavor's voice, you know, the cuts from Terminator X, the whole production. It is the one of the greatest produced hip hop albums of all time and very much an album about this moment right now. I feel like Fear of a Black Planet is what's happening right now. Uh, so that's one. Two is, um, you know, Malik B of the Roots crew just passed uh, suddenly, rest in power, Malik B. Uh, so I'm going to go with uh, their second album, Illadelph Half-Life, The Roots, Illadelph Half-Life, uh, which I think is some of Malik B's best rhymes on there. And then of course, The Great Black Thought, you know, who was on my top five MCs list. Um, uh, Metal Face Doom, MF Doom, uh, his uh, his album Mad Villain in collaboration with Mad Lib. I mean, it just 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 cop that. Uh, you know, I really love Lauren Hill, Miseducation Lauren Hill, and I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna cheat a little bit and say Fuji's the score and Lauren Hill, Miseducation Lauren Hill, two pack double album. You know that one. Uh, and then five, I gotta go with I gotta go with Ready to Die. I gotta go. Together, just. 
<laughs> That's the thing about top five that are alive. You can bend the rules a little bit. You can bend the rules. So, uh, and then I got to go ready to die, Notorious B.I.G., because that was an important album for me as a teenager. That that album that that album was my sort of bridge from being a teenager into a adult. Uh, that was my soundtrack. So. That's my fire. Um, everyone's lives, you know, like that, that beyond this idea of Broadway or just the straight transactional kind of ideas about performing arts, like performing arts, the arts in general need to always have a seat at the table when we're talking about civics, when we're talking about, uh, you know, uh, education, yeah. when we're talking about our communities, health, all these things, you know, there are things, those of us in the arts, there are skills we have that are transferable. There are things that we we can do to actually make difficult conversations easier. Um, for example, in June, I put out uh, something called Free Play, uh, open source scripts for an anti-racist tomorrow. And these are plays that are, you know, available anywhere. You just go online. I don't remember what the URL is, but they're called Free Play. And, uh, uh, and you can, there's five scripts. You can download them. Uh, Hashtag Matter is one of them. Uh, actually, nice. um, yeah, Ooh, that was and, the one um, that was part of the BLBW showcase yeah. in the UK yeah. at the Bush Fair. Yeah. <laughs> and then I, uh, so that one, another play called Black Flag, which is which is a, a pre-existing one act, and then three um, new plays that I wrote, and these are intended for like communities, families, younger readers to just read. And like some people nice. can produce them, some people can teach them, you know, and they're just available for everybody. And I did this as a goal not to you know, get get go the traditional route that playwrights go in terms of their work. I did this to stimulate conversation. I did this Lovely. explicitly as a um as a form of um I won't say activism, but I'll say, you know, just just like here's my contribution to this yeah. issue and this ongoing conversation. So for me, that's what it looks like. It looks like um you know, us responding in many ways, not just purely for commerce or for or for capital like there's nothing wrong with that either we want artists to work we want artists to make money we want uh spectacle we want people to have a good time but yeah. we also have other obligations as a species as well and i think that's the role of the griots the storytellers the artists that it's it's our role is is a fundamental one you know an essential that's one that's amazing. And I would love us to talk about that because there could be a second stage of that that I would love to um, um, propose to you. Uh, sure. so we should definitely talk sort of um, outside of this, of this writer's room. Yeah, um, sure. So just, just moving on in terms of like your, for people who have just joined um, in terms of Idris, we're just talking about Idris and his sort of inspiration uh, coming through uh sort of hip-hop and being really inspired by hip-hop um as a performer as a rapper as well as um a poet and how that has bled into his work to date um watch part one if you've missed that conversation <laughs> but i would say that what is your greatest sight you know from your career today i mean you you are such a fearless writer that I really enjoy just looking at your trajectory and engaging with your work. Um, but what's what's been your what's been your career highlight? Oh man, that's um, there have been a few. Um, it's hard to like boil it down to one. Um, right. I mean, I, I gotta say that I remember. You know, my I, I sort of had two. There's sort of like a couple chapters of my 
uh, trajectory as a as a creative person, but you know, specifically limiting it to to playwriting for a second. Um, I remember, you know, I had a theater company in Chicago called Hermit Arts, and we were we we ran that for like six or seven years. Very DIY, very scrappy. You know, we were doing everything, writing the plays, taking the tickets, sweeping the floor, all of it. Wow. Um, and it was great. It was a great time. Um, when I sort of made decided to make the transition to become a more traditional, like produced playwright, focus primarily on playwriting, and try to actually make money from it. Um, I wrote the very first draft of the first breakbeat play, How We Got On, um, and I remember it, was, it didn't even have an ending yet, and I had like a very informal table reading, and walking back to the car, my wife said, this play is going to change our lives, and, um, and I remember she said that, and um, sure enough, that was the play that got me into the sort of into the machine, into the, you know, the O'Neill Festival, which led to Humana Festival of New American Plays, which led to more regional theaters knowing who I was. Um, and so th I'd have to recognize that because that that play really kind of set it off for me and chartered a course that's led me to where I am right now. Um, you know, even because because along with that, I, I felt it important, like as I developed this reputation and this identity as a playwright, it's important me to, for me to continue to uh, feed the other uh, parts of my uh, creative life that got me here. So like as a, as a poet, as a rapper, but also as an educator and sort of a, a, a organizer and a collaborator and a mentor, all of that, I had to honor all that work as well. And, and so it's led me into this arts leadership position, which is like, I get to be a part of a lot of different things because ultimately to me it just boils down to you know this this human need for story expression and and conversation and and, uh, and so yeah that's that's been the the highlight is, is how we got on which is available from play scripts that everyone said there you go that's what i'm hoping you're going to do idris plug, plug away um there's a question that came up so i'm going to read it and this is from ibrahim it said which of your works is the biggest learning tool for you going forward um, which of my works is the biggest learning learning tool? Is that right? Yeah. Uh -huh. um, hmm. That's a good question. Yeah, I, I just throw this out. I have a, a spoken word piece, breakbeat poem called "Say My Name," uh, oh. which uh, is available. You can you can if you put my name in YouTube with "Say My Name," you'll see it on there. Um, and it was a poem that it's been one of my most requested and one of my most popular. And uh, it came from Sidney Mahone from University of Iowa, who said, write, write a piece about your name. And I was like, write a piece about my name, you know, and I was like 35 years old at the time, you know, it never occurred to me. And, you know, and so I think the learning for me in that is, I think it's important to always tell the story of our name. Uh, because yeah. in the telling the, of the story of our names, we're telling the story of, of of where we come from, of our people. And there are some cultures where when in some cultures, when they introduce themselves, they they acknowledge the, their family, you know, or their or their culture or their community or, you know, um, their affiliations, you know. And so I think it's a similar it's a, it's an important thing to do, particularly of people of diaspora. Um, yeah. So that was the learning experience there. Uh and it reminds me to this day, but also too to just, um, you know, it took someone to say, write this basic thing yeah. that, you know, I wouldn't have done that on my own. So it's also a reminder sometimes to like get out of my way and just, just tell the story, just tell your story, you know? Yeah. It's like, it's like Stevie Wonder song, you know, you better tell your story, you know? 
and it's it's always the very like the most sort of basic questions the, the simplest questions that are the ones that we really have to sit with for a yeah. while you know and sometimes they're the most complicated ones um mm -hmm. in fact because they really get you to kind of go like what do I want? Or like, you know what I mean? Like there's really like, you know, tell a story about your name. You're like, oh damn, you know, um, that's that's such a, you know what, that should be a part of every writing course. There should be something yeah. that's yes. like, that's tell where the I story of your name. That's fantastic. That's what, that, is, that is one of, in my arsenal, uh, the prompt that yeah. I do all the time. It's important because everybody's got one. And so, everybody's you know, story is different. Out here. Yeah, yeah. We do exactly. it for the culture. That's right, for the culture. <laughs> um, any other, so that's just some serious, okay, good advice about telling one story. I see someone, someone snatched that. So we're, we're happy that these, these gems are landing in laps, you know what I mean, people's laps. That's what they're supposed to be doing. So this is all good. And then that being said, this one question that we're asking everybody that comes on BTC Writers Room is who do you write for? Um... Uh, I, you know, I always say that I, I write for my community, right? Oh. Um, and I think that I mean that in a lot of different ways. I mean, obviously, I feel an obligation to my ancestors, and so I write to please them. Um, I think that, but I also know there are people on this earthly plane yeah, that for whatever reason, the frequency I'm at is the frequency they're at. And so I write for those, for those folks too. Um, I write for myself, you know, I write for my children. Um, yeah. And I, and I write out of a, a, a complicated love for humanity and cap complicated with a capital C uh, oh. in, in the way that love and love, not like, keep sweat but like love like you know <laughs> i this is why i have no hair you know what i mean like that kind of love tolerance patience time right. forgiveness mm -hmm. you know yeah compromise all those yeah. big words there <laughs> yeah listen nah. my game that's real that's real and then we've got a few aspiring writers that are here yeah. uh, what advice would you give them uh, why are you on this and not writing right now? No, I'm kidding. Um, oh! uh, I'm just kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Uh, I'm kidding. <laughs> but I'm also not. Uh, I know you know, you're not. I know there's no, a it's, truth it's, there. It's like, yeah, that's true. No, you got to believe. I mean, you got to believe and you got to, you got to, um, you got to, um, you know, and on that word believe, like you got to um, find your believers, right? Yeah. You got to find your believers. Um and you got to figure out to to the question you just asked me. You got to begin to figure out who you're writing for, and um, and you got to write for yourself. But you also have to to write for the people who are on your on your algorithm and your wave. And you got to be grateful. You have to be grateful. It's hard to not look at other writers and why they why come they get. I do it all the time. I accept. okay oh y'all just gonna keep producing you know what i mean but you gotta dead that and know that that comes from a, a negative place um but ultimately you were put here you were put here to write uh, a force is more powerful than you so be humbled by that mm. 
do the effort, do the effing work, and um, say yes to yourself and, and stay at it and, and um, don't don't agonize about a first draft. It's not that it's not that deep. It's going to be in the revision that it gets better. If you're a playwright, um, embrace collaboration. You know, like know that this is a collaborative form and use your collaborators. Use them. You know, um, use them to help make your work better. Don't be shy about asking for that. Um, I would say for those writing the so poets or people writing in the performance space, like get it in front of people as soon as you can, um, so you yeah. can really hear how it's landing and see how see how it's landing with other people. Um, so figure out your process, you know. So, um, but it's a whole it's a whole thing. It's like I, I say, it's like learning a martial art. You know, it's like everybody, every person can move in some way, right? Most people can move in some way. And martial arts is the, you know, is, is a series or a set of um, directives and, in, 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 you know what I mean? And how to move and to, you know, and similarly, that's what writing is. It's like, you know, language and communication is something that all living things have in one way, shape, or form. And as a writer, you're 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 trying to master the craft of communication, you know. And yes. um, and so study all the ways that people do that. Study all the ways that people communicate. You know, don't just engage with your particular yeah. medium. Study all of it. Study. I, I get most of my gems from comedians. I learn a ton from comedians. I learn obviously a lot from rappers, preachers, preachers. Preachers, y'all, black, especially black preachers. Especially black preachers, yeah. <laughs> I'm telling you, I'm telling you, they have, they use the same formula every Sunday, and it works every time. Why? Yeah. Why? Because of the I content, obviously, but the structure yeah. works. If the, you know, anyway, that's my advice. No, that's fantastic advice. And just in terms of, I just want you just to maybe elaborate on when you say find your believers um yeah. how did you how did you find your believers and what do you mean by actually what do you mean by believers first and foremost and then how did you and how would you advise going about finding them um by believers i mean i mean i mean it almost like pretty literally like who are the people that buy what you're selling <laughs> you know what i mean like who are the people who who nod their head when you're saying something or you're putting something yeah. down who are feeling you right those are believers you know the people who you know all the people who've been in the chat and tuned in these are these are the believers that that you've acquired they're like yeah tell me more tell me more Samelia. tell me more beyond the mm -hmm. canon um so that's what i mean and uh and the way you find that is you know listen these are marvelous times we we've never you know you can build a platform you can you know, start a page on Instagram, start Facebook, live stream, send your work out to play content. I mean, there's plenty, plenty of platforms. Build it, build, you know, start and start, you know, don't aspire for Broadway out the gate. Like you got to figure out who you are first. You got to figure out what you sound like. That's what Miles Davis said. I had to figure out how, how to play like myself. Yes. That is key. Yeah. Oh, your internet just, I don't know if it's just me, but your internet just kind of been a bit funny. Still going? Hello? Still funky? Yeah, still, still funky? a little funky, yeah. Hold on, let me switch <laughs> up here. Funky, yeah. Okay, cool. Um, 
but yeah as you do that i'll just say that um i think that's so so important because most of the time we have people in our networks um it's us all it's us all um so i'm trying to get to, to the groups of what you're saying to me now um but yeah i think most of all we have those people in our networks it's also how we networks it's about how we how we connect with them you know what i mean when we reach out to them and how do we sustain those relationships as well with them so that's definitely key uh, let me see if i can bring idris back in again i think is where he he was just working on getting a better connection with us. That's better. <laughs> That's better. Fantastic. Fantastic. Um, yeah, so thank you for responding to that. Although it sounds obvious to us, I think what I what I really loved in terms of what you said was just in terms of how active, you know, we need to be. You know what I mean? And just to remain active. And what I was just saying was just in terms of like sustaining relationships, you know, this whole business is about relationships. 100%. Um, so just, you know, just to be just just to you know, sometimes people know that, but they don't act accordingly. You know what I mean? And it's really important that you find ways to sustain relationships find your believers yes. but yeah check in yes. with them you know you know yes. um send them updates in terms of what yes. you're what you're working on you yeah. know and that that level of communication is key you know yeah big facts big facts yeah so we're on to the next bit now i don't know why i'm, I'm trying to create maybe i should get you to do a beat but I, no we won't we won't do that <laughs> I feel like you know what it's that dreadful thing when someone tells you that they can sing or that they can yeah. rap and you almost want to go. Do you want to just? <laughs> no, yeah, no. You know, you it, would be, it, would just, it, it would be dreadful <laughs> if if um the free and I worry about the connection. It would just be so bad. But like I said, I have stuff. If folk want to hear, I'm gonna put it in the chat. Uh, yeah. check, folks can check out yeah, Rhyming Wild Black. Yeah, folks can that. check out uh, Breakbeat Poems. Um, these are albums that you can get anywhere. There's albums, and then you can just check it out, and then and then it's like I don't yeah. like that, I don't care for that, or you'd be like, oh, okay, this is cool, you know, and then it doesn't have to be awkward. Um, there but you go. yeah, <laughs> yeah, there, yeah, there you go. <laughs> and also follow address, right? Follow address. Um, oh, please, um, please. Just just to remind, before we go into the free plays of which you wish you would have read um, before yeah. you entered into the professional industry. Uh, yes. We are also giving away these two Oops. plays as a bundle Oops. word. So fair view, we're giving the play away and we're also giving One Night in Miami away as well. So every Wednesday we give uh, we give plays out, we give, we give away uh, play text um, as our way to help you build your home libraries. Um, so if you wanna win these plays, and you know what to do. And we've still got the Katori Hall um, play anthology as well for grabs. You just need to tag us on any of our social media platforms and tell us that you want to win, boom, and then you might get a chance to win these plays. So, um, so definitely do that. Again, you can use this chat below. Saru is, uh, is our sort of our admin behind the scenes. So she's looking, she's looking out for anyone who's interested in winning any of these plays. So definitely just uh, got to do that. <laughs> So we're ready. We're ready for yes. you, address. Yes. People, get your pen and papers ready. <laughs> this bit I love, and you know what? I didn't realize like, how many playwrights love this portion of it. They're like, "Oh, we're so used to talking about ourselves and our work and our process. We want to get to the point where we're like, you know, bigging up the plays or mentioning the plays that you know yeah. have 
inspired you know inspired them so let's start with so what play would you like to start with first in terms of the play that you've okay read? okay no no again just so i'm clear these are these yes. are plays that i wish that i had read earlier sooner before i um, yeah, it doesn't have to be chronological. Place. Yeah, okay, yeah. Before good, you okay. go and write plays, before, because you know what it is. I think the reason why this question is imperative because I remember what for coloured girls was for me. You know, yes. but I had one play. You know what I mean? Exactly. <laughs> that was my go-to. Yeah. yeah. And I think that as we move sort of further into the industry and we start to, um, we we get exposed to sort of different plays, different writers. Right. You know, right. um. I think that that kind of we turn it, you know, we can turn sort of corners in our lives and we're like, oh my God, this play really means a lot to me, really validates, yeah. Yeah. you know, me in a way that I've never experienced before in this industry. And we want to give that to people who come into the industry so they can sort of, you know, um, armor themselves up with these plays before they, they, they yeah. get into the professional industry. Okay, this is good. Okay, great. Um, so, first off, I'm going to give one honorable mention. Okay, mm-hmm. um, this play is very, and, and here's why I bring this play up. This play is very misrepresented. It's often produced it, what I consider to be incorrectly and inaccurately. Mm-hmm. Um, but that play is Thornton Wilder's Our Town. Now just hang hang out for, just slow down for a second. If you read that play, the, most of the time that play is done in this very folksy, very cute, small town, g golly way. But actually, the text of that play, it's a play about death. It's, a, it's about existentialism. It's about the futility. <laughs> it's melancholy. It's a, it's, a, um, it's a minor key play. And it's totally breaks every rule. I mean, Thornton Wilder hated, like, was, was a radical in terms of how he wrote for the theater. I mean, that play is not a narrative. It's we. It's 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 got a narrator. It's just like it's it's a really. So if you just read it and really just study the gesture of it or what this writer was trying to get across, there's a lot of jewels and gems in there. And that play was a was one of the in, big influences of my play. How we got on was our town. Uh-huh. So honorable mention. And that's interesting. I'm, I'm glad that you kind of mentioned that way of looking at the work because I yeah. think that there's been some plays that I've seen and, and I don't know if people will be able to relate to me on this but I've seen some productions and I've walked away and I'm like and then I've read the play just you know in my own home just my own time and I'm like wow this play was saying much so much more than what exactly. was conceived yeah. on the stage so that's, you know sometimes yeah, right. and there are some times where I'm like I've seen something and you know when things just don't land you know when you're watching it and you're like you know I'm gonna go and read that I'm gonna read that that's for right. myself that's you right. know, and paint the pictures for myself in terms exactly. of how I think that exactly. this place should be, you know, should yeah. be done. So exactly. that, there's something so, yeah, really sleep. in that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, don't sleep, don't sleep. All right, now the official. I might have to reread uh, it. <laughs> yeah, yo, I'm <laughs> telling you, he's you doing some. Okay. He's doing some stuff. He's doing some stuff. Uh, Funny House of a Negro by Adrian Kennedy. Mm-hmm. Um, I really like. I, I yeah, I mean, I like weird things. I like surreal things, and I like black weird surreal things and um it's a very radical punk rock no holds barred nutty play and it feels it feels like a play written by someone who is coming to the form in a very intuitive and real and un un sort of um calculated way um it's dreamy it's strange it's spooky it's honest it's yeah fire um 
this is a bit of a of a of a uh I'm cheating a little bit with this one. Uh you're taking really so, you're taking a lot of liberties during this BTC writers room. I've got it's gotta be said. Listen, listen, <laughs> it is what it is. Uh it's uh, um you know, I love Dominique Mariso's Detroit trilogy yeah. very much. Um I gotta go, you know, Skeleton Crew, I think is her in that trilogy is like her sort of best piece of like it's like her most it's her most polished of the three but there's something about detroit 67 yeah there's just something about that one it's there's something about that one. i've directed it before i've taught it a bunch um but um but i think if i had read that play when i was a baby playwright um, it's so familiar to me because I come from Detroit. I mean, she wrote, a, these are my people, like these are my parents and the aunts and uncles that she wrote about. Um, and uh, there's, there's that, there's just that familiarity in it that I think would have been helpful for me. Cause I think I was trying to write, I was writing so far away from myself when I first started. So, um, so that one, so Detroit 67, funny house of Negro, uh, and three, uh, I would say is, um, there is a, you know what I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go with this one. I'm gonna go with uh, and and this playwright has often. Oh no, you know what I'm gonna say, you know what I'm gonna do. This is a newer play, uh, but the the plays of Luis Luis Alfaro, um, particularly mm-hmm. like his Greek reinterpretations. But I saw his play Mojada uh, at Oregon Shakespeare a couple years ago, and it just punched me straight in the chest and. Um, that text is so fierce and powerful and it's such a masterwork in a allowing your characters to be messy and but also doing all the work meticulously so that when your character makes a really scary terrible choice even though you don't agree with it you get it you get it and that to me transcends I tend to be a bit of a writer with an agenda. I can't really front in that. That's that's sort of my hip hop influence. But um, you know, that play really doesn't have one. That play really truly is this is this journey that this that this um this tragic yeah. journey that this woman goes on and it's just masterfully done. So, you know, again Yeah, I, I don't know that play. I'm definitely Mahada. gonna yeah. um Yeah, I don't know Mahada. I don't know that play. And um I will, I will, uh, I will read it actually because the reason why there's a little hesitancy in me because I am a little bit like it has no agenda. Like, <laughs> it, I'm sure it does. Yeah, I'm sure it yeah, does. No. It just didn't seem yeah. that way to me. You know, mm. it surprised me. It truly surprised me. Okay, okay, that's three fantastic plays. Three yeah, fantastic plays. Um, and I'm sure you could go on as well. To be honest with you, I could feel you holding joints. back from us, lad. <laughs> oh, I got joints. I got joints. Because yeah. I used to teach playwriting. I mean, I taught playwriting for many years, and I um I, I like newer work. I also just mm-hmm. like newer work, and I is, is, was specifically trying to bring plays by writers of color of different um cultural backgrounds, and whose work is very much influenced intentionally by the by their cultural backgrounds. Yeah. Um. So yeah, I got a, I got a lot. There's a play by Larissa Fasthorse that I'm obsessed with too. It's a really mean little punk rock play. It's called What Would Crazy Horse Do? Um, that's another play that I'm that I am, have never stopped thinking about. I saw a stage reading of it, and I think about that play all the time because it's so mean. <laughs> <laughs> mean in what way? 
it just doesn't give it just gives no okay effects, you know yeah, yeah right it just, it, and it's and it's not kind to its characters mm. and it really and it, and it, you know it's brutal it's and it's asking some really hard hard questions um about i about purity about ethnic purity and and if someone was wanted to engage with your work what would be the play what would be the obviously they should read all of your work but what yeah, would be the that was a stupid question <laughs> you know what i mean like where should they start what would be the okay let's do it that way not how not we got the on one play I mean, that they read. you got how we got on I, I gotta say how we got on yeah i mean that's just okay nice that's the way. I mean, it's a play that's very much inspired by my own upbringing, but it's very much aesthetically, mm. you know, the 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 way that I approach that play, it's it's nuts. It's not a play. I mean, it's there's like this DJ narrator character, and scenes are sort of treated like records, and it's you know, it's um, it's it's the yeah. I mean, I have never been able to pull anything like that off since then, <laughs> much to my frustration. <laughs> in a good way, though. In a good way. Oh, okay. So everyone, how we got on, definitely invest in that play, explore that play. Um, Idris, it's just been amazing talking to you. I've really likewise, I've thoroughly likewise. enjoyed and I hope you come back. I hope that we of can course. do this in person. I'm in the film. Yeah, know. I'm in the film. I'm in the there film. There you go. That's it. That's it. Someone said they're um, gonna buy it now. So there you go. Um thank you so much, Idris. Okay, we're gonna uh, um what what um my family say, love you and leave you. Uh, we're, we're definitely going on to sort of uh, giving away okay. these plays, but thank you so much, and we'll catch up soon. All right, take care, just bye. Oh my goodness, amazing! Idris is awesome. We've got hair. We've got some really lovely comments about Idris. Yes, definitely come back. Suru says um, some really great gems. I mean, I hope everyone caught all the gems that were. Uh, spoken about during our conversation gonna follow you address yes definitely follow address uh, again we're giving away this bundle this week um so um that's fairview um and also one night in miami um like two very hot plays if you're interested in winning these um then do comment below um for now how long have we got before we get kicked off oh we've got a little bit of time um let me just bring in the meantime let me just bring Saru back in um but yeah fantastic good stuff thank you guys for joining us today for our btc writers room um it's been brilliant we've got only a few more episodes left before we finish this season um can you believe this Saru? like what we've got like two more sessions two episodes two, two more, more episodes. episodes two more like Amazing. Two more episodes, yes. wow. and then we're going to take a break, and then we're hoping to um, join. Join? What am I trying to say? I'm a bit tongue-tied now. <laughs> Just kind of. We'll be back um, and more. then we're gonna. <laughs> then we're two. going to continue with um, season two. Okay, they're having a bit of a battle going on right know, now. This is it. so funny on like, uh, the comments. I think like, there's some people. without me. <laughs> Uh, is that what yeah i think that okay so there's a battle of like, there's, there's a few people on here that want to win this bundle um i'm going to yeah okay so i'm gonna ask saru first saru because you are being uh 
hot on the on the on the pay giveaway and it's, it's doing really well saru saru yes. can you hear me i can just hear sit you. back a little bit are you trying to Sorry see the screen is that why I you're so close to the screen comments. i was sucked into the comments i was like <laughs> your face was like this i was like uh so we just sit back a little bit my darling no, just sit back a little bit ibrahim has got swords going on in the chat man like, oh <laughs> you know how i love an emoji or two you know how i love that you know what i mean um so yeah so this week we're giving away these are the two who said i want the bundle who's that and let us know look who's just joined in <laughs> you know this these chats you guys are going in on these chats they're so funny oh my gosh you know what saru, what do you what do you think so saru stop hating this is hilarious man there's like there, there's a battle of the of, of this bundle so they were giving away fairview and we're giving away one night in Miami. Um, let me live. I can see the comments. You guys are so funny. Um, okay, so there's a, there's, there's, a, there's a bit of a sort of a battle going on in terms of who should win. Now, I, will, I usually choose, but I think I might leave this down to Saru to choose. Honestly, I don't know, man. Like, Because I, I will say this, though. Every single one of these feral people right now who are fighting for these books, with their whole soul has won so many books no they haven't no they haven't they have, made made messy isn't oh, yeah. hasn't won anything and two books she's done well <laughs> she's done she using like different handles is that people just like turning against her right now they're using different handles no way won a couple of times bethany's won a couple of times so why don't we do it this way why don't we do it this way why don't we say this? Okay, so I think that um, we're going to put names in the hat. This is what we're going to do right now. Mm. And because soon as Saru can't decide, I was just hoping that Saru would be like my the person who would be like, "Hey, nice. so so I'm going to put I'm going to put all these names in the hat." <laughs> because I'm sick of being the bad person. I feel like I'm, I'm always the naughty one. I'm always yeah, the one that kind of feels mad. You were trying to make me the villain. Yeah, I was actually. I can't lie about that. I was definitely trying to do that. I can't lie. So who have we got? So we've got Nessie. Who we Not have. everybody can have a book each. <laughs> no, a book each? Who, so who's made who's made Messi? Is That's that Kirsty? That's Kirsty. She won um she won your monologue book, that... the Middle East. Okay, one. that's fine. Yeah, that's fine, that's fine. I just want to know who the names are. So hold on a second. So let me just do this. I wanna make sure that we're being fair here because <laughs> it's getting a bit it's getting a bit um Exciting. So Kirsty. So there's Kirsty, there's, there's Ibrahim. Lori. There's Laurie, yeah, and then there's who Bethany. else? And then there's Bethany, yeah. And there's Is Ibrahim. That? Yeah, yeah, I think I've got everybody now. Okay. Okay. So funny. Okay, okay. Right, and then what you I'm gonna do? The swords, man. You okay. Swords. So it's just those four. The only people that are in there, yes. There's four. I've got her. Does Ibrahim, Kirsty, Bethany, and quickly, while I do this little, you know. You guys are you guys are making me do the whole lot. This is my piece of paper with different names on that. So, so let's so let's see who's gonna win this time. So no one can be mad at mad at us, right? No one could be mad. I don't know. Look, I'm doing the whole shaky thing. Democracy. Okay. All right. Here we go. 
plugging it i've been telling people come on free books free plays and yeah. it's a bundle i mean i'm not i'm not losing up <laughs> oh my god you guys are getting like you're getting fracked now on her you're getting you're a dead meat boy you're a dead meat boy that's that's what kirsty is saying okay look we're giving away more plays <laughs> next week <laughs> don't worry <laughs> big love to you guys Much thank you, you. No worries. We'll see you again <laughs> next week. <laughs> Take yeah, care. Bye. <laughs> bye. Bye. Oh my God. You guys are seriously giving me life today. So funny. My cheeks are actually hurting me right now <laughs> because of the comments. Oh. <laughs> you guys became real gangster on the chat. Like, I can't yeah, like that. I can't. Because them swords were like meaning business. But you like, know what I love here? People are saying, like, can you send them to me when you're done, Ibrahim? Yes. Now it's up to Ibrahim if he wants to share the place or not. <laughs> but there's something really beautiful. Look, we're creating our own this is our own play club, man. This is our play club that's emerging. You know. <laughs> and hopefully if we get more if we get more uh <laughs> No, you're not feeling me, Kirsty. You're not feeling me no more. You don't like me no more. Damn. <laughs> you guys are a, a heartless man heartless but um but yeah so we're going to get more plays in we're going to be talking to our publishers uh, publishing houses that are uh connected people are just joining now we're finishing with Surat. we've just given away our play giveaway of this week which was debut and one night in miami uh that's but, gone to ibrahim but go on if you are joining, there is still Katori Hall's plays, one which is still up for grabs right now. And if you just tag us on any of our socials, you will be with a chance to win this. This is really, really great. So we, we're giving it until Friday. So yeah. keep tagging, keep talking. Have you got the, have you got Katori Hall's play one next to you? 
it's the one it has like um it's got no i was genuinely leaving <laughs> okay cool fantastic um it has mountain top in it and i can't remember what the other i don't have it to hand but definitely if you look at all our social media pages you'll see we've actually taken um um a screenshot of the book so you'll be able to see what plays is more than one play i believe it's like four katori hall plays that are that are included in that anthology so definitely you know put your name forward to win that anthology and then saru when will they know if they've won or not i will be announcing it on friday um i'll be announcing it on friday and it does have the mountain top which i absolutely love it also has her village it also has yeah her village as well must, yes you must so yeah we'll be announcing on friday letting you guys know but if you haven't managed to win this time, instead of threatening poor Ibrahim for his luck, <laughs> feel free feel free to go onto our website, www.beyondthecanon.com. You'll be able to see all the plays we've given away so far and also the BTC 2020, which is the discount code that you can use in order to get even more play text. But definitely, guys, uh, create a community. Talk to each other. Become friends with Ibrahim. His luck is like, I can't. Some people just walk in the light. <laughs> talk to him become friends share discuss and you know really kind of get that going on it's wonderful to see it really is yeah definitely and if you're interested in us facilitating a play club or um let us know yes. hit us up on um if you want to email us it's just info at beyondacanon.com that's our email address and um and yeah and definitely tune in again next week for your chance to win next week's giveaway and also to listen to a fabulous writer that we're going to have as a writer. guest speaker one of the last two one of the last, one of the last two, two. Oh so stay god. with us guys we oh lord okay we're gonna go now but uh <laughs> we're gonna go now but you guys give me you know what it's been absolute pleasure we're honored to be doing btc writers room and thank you for your love thank you for tuning in every wednesday and please continue to just spread the word um, to your networks and let everybody know this is what we're doing um, so that they can also have a chance to win the Playtext 2. Saru, um, it's goodbye from me, Sim. Look forward to seeing you next Wednesday. Saru? Yes, bye-bye from me too. Bye-bye, guys. See you next Wednesday. All right, then you <laughs> take care. Have a fantastic rest of the week. Much love to you guys. Bye. Bye. You've been listening to Beyond the Canon, the Writer's Room podcast. If you want to find out more about Beyond the Canon, please visit www.beyondthecanon.com. And you can follow us on Instagram, Facebook and Twitter at Beyond the Canon. And please subscribe to us on Spotify, Apple or wherever you get your podcasts.